Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Today, I reached into my YouTube channel, grabbed out a problem, and this problem comes from Jessica Layla. Jessica Layla says the following. By the way, she was watching or listening to my podcast called Sales Mental Toughness, which is episode 153, Sales Mental Toughness, and Jessica had the following statement to make. Wasn't even a question. It was a statement, and I just had to address this statement. She says, it's like you read my mind, Victor. I've been selling Xerox a little over a year now. It's my first B2B sales job, and I had a pretty okay track record for a newbie so far, selling at least something every month. Now, all of a sudden, the last two months, I've I've had awful luck. Every time I think a deal is in the bag, the customers back out. I even have more deals in my pipeline than normal and still nothing. I really do feel like giving up, mostly out of fear that I'll get fired. It's not, I'm not really sure what to do at this point. I'm still trying really hard doing the activities and presenting proposal, but no one is biting. So frustrating sometimes, dot, dot, dot. Man, those three dots were depressing. Anyway, Jessica, let me talk to you, okay? This is like an intervention. This is like a therapy session for you, Jessica. Listen carefully. This is important, what you said. When you first started out, you were killing it. You were selling deals, something every month. And then now, as you say, all of a sudden, the last two months, I've had awful luck. Now, the first thing I want to mention to you is, Jessica, that What has happened to you, and I want you to kind of analyze this because this happens to a lot of salespeople. When they first start out selling a product, in your case, a product or a service, but in your case, a product, what happens is you're not sure about the product. Think about this for a second. I want you to take yourself back to when you started the job. You weren't sure about the product, right? And in fact, you were almost a little bit afraid, if I can say this, you know, if I can be so presumptuous, you were a little afraid that the customer might ask you a question and you wouldn't know the answer. So what did you do as part of your defense? Ooh, you asked a lot of questions. You listened more because you didn't want to show your quote unquote ignorance, right? And I'm not saying that in a rude way. That's just what we all do, right? We don't want to show our ignorance. So what we do is we listen more. We ask questions. But here's what happens over time. And again, studies bear this out, that as you begin to learn your product, as you begin to learn what the customer is going to say, as you begin to understand what the customer is going to ask, you stop listening. Yes, you actually stop listening and you start talking more. So maybe, maybe... One of the problems may be, Jessica, is that you're talking too much. You're not really listening to the customer. Maybe the reason they bought from you wasn't so much the product. Of course, I'm glad. I'm sure you have a great product. But maybe it was because you really listened to them. You asked questions you wanted to understand. I always say slow down to sell faster. Slow down to sell faster. Maybe you need to go slower like you used to do when you first started. You were a slower salesperson. I'm not there, but I know you were. You sold more calmly. You were more patient. And now, because you're not getting sales, and maybe it's because you're not letting the customers talk, right? Now what's happening is you're not closing deals. And then now the second part kicks in. 
Now they can smell the desperation on you, right? Customers can do that. They can smell that desperation on you when they know that you're hungry for a sale. So now it's like a doomed self-fulfilling prophecy. You're not selling. You're getting desperate to sell. The customer knows you're kind of desperate because they can sense it. And they're saying, well, why, why is she so desperate? Maybe we need to really slow roll this. So again, think about what's happening to you. So answer number one is let's slow down. Let's go back to what we used to do. Go back and analyze what you used to do. Maybe you did ask more questions. Maybe you took more time with the customer. Maybe actually think about how long did I spend time, how much time did I spend with customers when I first started and how much time am I spending with them now? And you may be shocked to find out that maybe before you were spending, and I'm guessing, an hour, but maybe now you're only spending 40 minutes. And that 20 minutes is maybe impacting your sales. So again, slow down to sell more. Also, I want to highlight this for you, and I posted this online on YouTube. I want you to start selling without fear. In other words, I don't want you to be afraid to lose the sale because, again, clients can sense that. And when you're talking to a customer, I want you to have no fear. If you believe in your product, you believe it's a great product, you believe the customer needs your product, and you believe it offers great value, do not be afraid. If you're going to lose a sale, lose it your way. Do you know what I mean by that, Jessica? I want you to lose it your way. Don't lose it by being afraid. Lose it by putting it all on the table. If you need to ask the customer for commitments, small micro-commitments to advance a sale, ask for those small commitments. Mr. Customer, based on what I've shown you, what do you think? What do you believe you want? What's the next step? What do you want to do? In other words, have you seen enough to make a decision? What do you believe is the next step? Based on what I've shown you, can we move forward? Whatever it may be, get those commitments. Don't be afraid to ask. Because, again, too many customers get happier, or salespeople get happier. The customer tells them all the right things. As soon as you leave the meeting, you didn't advance the sale. You didn't take it to the next step, or you didn't close it. The customer says, I'll get back to you. And you know what happens. They don't get back to you. Why? Because as soon as they leave that meeting, they got busy with other things. They have people constantly calling them all the time. You need to close it right there. By close, I mean either close the deal, the sale, or advance it to the next step. But what I want you to do is stop being afraid. Sell without the fear. And if they say no, ask them, why not? Don't be afraid to challenge them a little bit. Why don't you want to consider our product? Find a nicer way of saying it, of course. But you know, maybe you want to say, Mr. Customer, I understand that maybe you're, you believe this isn't the right fit. Could you share with me why it's not the right fit? And even if you lost a deal, at least they'll give you some feedback so when you go to the next deal, you'll be better prepared. And if they say yes, great. But again, don't be afraid to ask for the order. Too many salespeople are so afraid to advance the sale. And when you start selling out of fear, listen to me, Jessica, listen to me. When you sell out of fear of losing a deal, you've already lost. When you sell out of fear of losing a deal, you've already lost. And maybe what you need to do is get your head right so you can get your sales right. So again, give that some thought. That's it for the Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube, especially you, Jessica. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my online sales training platform. You know the deal. SalesMasteryAcademy.us. Again, 
folks, the programs on that site can help you sell more effectively. If you're serious about increasing your sales ability, go to salesmasteryacademy.us. Salesmasteryacademy.us. I want you to think about something. The three-month access is only $99. $99, which is about $33 a month, which is about a dollar a day for three months. Now, if you can't get a return on investment on $99, well, then I can't help you. So check it out. Anyway, lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes, but the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.